Today's daf is daf test Zion in Moed Cotton for a full Shlema for Yosef Asriel ben Chaim Michal and Elazar ben Ruma. Daf test Zion. We left off yesterday on the fourth line. Omarava. We had been discussing the concept of Nidui, putting somebody in Cherem, the first stage of Cherem. We're going to talk about that more since we were discussing it about what you have to do while you're in Nidui or in Cherem, <coughs> what the rules are. So now we're going to talk about how does it work? How does a person get into Cherem? Omarava. How do we know, first of all, that we send a messenger, uh, you know, like the bailiff or whatever, we send a, somebody to summon him to court? <coughs> now, where do we get this idea from? Where is it found in the Torah? It takes out the word of <coughs> because he puts it in, in a few lines later. After he had a, uh, he heard that Dasan Avirim had sinned, Moshe called us in Avir and B'nai Aliyah. Uh, so he called them. So you see, you're supposed to send somebody to uh, summon them. How do you know you, you're not just calm, but you call them to a bezin? We find this by Korach Moshe. You and all your and all your congregation, you come to court. How do you know you, you call them and not stop to call them just to have a meeting over coffee, but to come in front of a great person, a person of standing, you'll sit with Hashem before God. You have to list in the summons all the people who are coming to sit. You and them and Aram. The Kavinans, and how do you know that you set a time in the summons? It's not just come whenever you feel like it, come at a time to sit. Plus it goes on there, it says, you come to, do, to, to tomorrow. Where do we get the idea that if he doesn't show up the first time, you summon again, the sit. Karu Sham, they call their Paro Melech Mitzrayim Sha'on. Sha'on is like uh, uh, Sha'on, means here loud, he's very loud. He passed by the time. In other words, he ignored the first uh, time for coming to summons for the first time, and you call him again. Call him again. He's, he's refused to come the first time calling him. How do you know that if he uh, makes fun, you know, what do you do? The guy calls the mafia guy, come to court, and the guy laughs at him and says, who do you, who do you think you are? You're calling me? How do you know that if he, uh, you know, demeans the shliach of Bezdin, the, the bailiff or whatever, the messenger who comes with the subpoena, uh, and the shliach comes back and says, look, he made fun of me, he demeaned me. Lomas That's not considered Lashon Hara. To, re, to relate that the guy uh, didn't, uh, you know, show you any respect is not Lashon Hara. The Siv When that's what they said to him. What are you going to do? You who is Moshe? You think you're going to knock out our eyes? And uh, and he told them that. How would Moshe have known to record that in the Chumash if it wouldn't be that uh, that the Shliach told him that's what they said? That's what Dustin Abiyam responded with. Umenolan. Umenolan. Uh, how do we know we put him in Maroz. Maroz, that city will be cursed, right? Ooh, they will be cursed. They will be put in Cherem. That's what he means over here. They'll be cursed. They will like be outside of the community. They will be excommunicated to. If you, the excommunicated is probably the uh, the proper Lashem. They'll be excommunicated. The Hachi Savra Savra the Gavarabah how do we know that <coughs> this was said even by a great person, by a great uh, being? The Malach Hashem said that, that Oromars will be cursed. Not Stam, some, uh, you know, not Stam, somebody saying it, it's somebody is a great person. No one, the Machmarinan, 
how do we know that if we, we give him a, a further curse, not just that we curse him with the first uh, idea that we put him in Cherem, the first time it's called Nidui, but we put him in a further stage of Cherem if he's not good the first, if, if he doesn't listen the first time. A double ocean, right? So not, and what do we mean by Cherem? So uh, here Rashi explains it. The Gemara is going to say it later on, or Rashi is going to explain it later on that the the, cherim, the first cherim is 30 days. If he doesn't listen after 30 days, then we that's the nidui, then we put him cherim again. Rashi is mashmi after 30. And yesterday's stop, we saw that Rashi said after 30 days he's put in cherim, uh, the second stage of cherim. Here it's mashmi after 60 days, meaning that he's he's given one nidui, then another nidui, and then at the end of 60 days, uh, he's put in uh, further cherim. How do we know that anybody? Who eats and drinks with the person who's in Cherem, or he's within Dalanamas, he states that he's he's near him and he, you know, he's his friend. How do we know he's also in Cherem? It says in that city, the, the city was uh, was was bad. Uh, all its inhabitants also in How do we know that we list their sins, publicly, that we list their sins, we publicize their sins? They did not come. For the to to the uh, say to the savior of, of God, meaning they didn't join in the community. They kept themselves away from the community, and uh, and therefore we 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 say that. That's why we're putting in chayim because they didn't join in the kahalashem. Barak, who had cursed Maros, he cursed them with four hundred blasts of the shofar. That's, that's what they do. They blow the chauffeur to publicize. Economy, some say, some say that he was a great man. In other words, some say that uh, when we're talking about the, the uh, cursing of this person uh, or, or Morris, was he just a great person that, uh, you know, he was a big shot or it was his star, like his, uh, his uh, star, Masle de Sisra. In other words, we're not talking about just uh, Sisra himself, but his Mazel, there's mazel that was that was kushin emar min shemaim nochamu akochavim. When Sisra was uh, in, the, in the last war of Sisra, it says that the uh, stars from the skies fought, and that's referring to the mazel of Sisra. So it could be that we're not talking about just a great person, and he took that uh, the, 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 they took over that city of Moro, of um, of Amaros, but rather we're talking about the stars themselves. How do we know that we also? We uh, make all his assets, uh, we abandon his assets, make them ownerless. Another Pasuk in Ezra, in a separate place, says that it doesn't come within three days, meaning if he doesn't listen to the summons, according to the counsel of the officers and the elders, all his assets, all his possessions will be put in khair, meaning they will be uh, abandoned, they will be uh, uh, nullified and hefker, bezen hefker, here Rashi points out, this is the source of Hefker, Bez, and Hefker. This Pesach in, uh, in Ezra, that all his will be abandoned. That's the idea that Bezin has the power. I mean, that's when many times you have a Shiloh and the Gemara and the Zeke, and we have this throughout that, uh, where do you get this, uh, you know, Bezin could, you know, how do, you, how do, you, how do they take that away? Because Bezin, Hefker, Bezin, Hefker, like uh, we had cases where uh, if a person was Makadosh and Isha with a ring or with money, how do they how do they annul the wedding and how do they annul the kedushin in case like that? Because they say Hefker Bez Nefker wasn't his money. You have to be, you know, the rabbi always says at the wedding, did you buy is this worth a puta? Did you buy it yourself? Is it yours? Because you have to give her something. If you don't have anything, you can't, 
That's the that's the proof of ownership. Is can you be mekadesh nisha with it? Ralph Shas, what's the proof of ownership? Can you be mekadesh nisha with it? Because you have to mekadesh something to give her something of yours. Does it have value? And is it yours? So your idea, and where do you get this idea that Besson could and could uh, say it's not yours because Besson has the power? Hefker Besson Hefker. This is the source. It's the source in Ezra. So here we get this idea. And Rashi says here also, um, right? Right. So some say that he was a great person. Some say he was his his uh, his cohort. Okay. Um, Rashi says, "Ahochi is for the gabra plani das plani shabala." Another says, "Plani tzarchal." And also, "Mishmo shalosu chacham." You have to do it in the name of the chacham. In other words, it's not some for someone to say, "I put you in chayrim." He has to be in the name of somebody important. Like the Badats in Geula or somebody like that, right? I think they are. That's the usual ones who are put people in Chayim, right? Somebody in uh, in the Haredi community, right? Here it's not as common, right? Um, and he will be. Let's He will. His possessions will be abandoned, and he will be separated from the kahal of the of uh, you know the exile. The Jewish people who are in exile will be separated from them. He'll be excommunicated. Uminolan did not I think by the Goyim, they also do excommunications, right? Don't they? Doesn't the church excommunicate? Probably got it from us. And how do we know that we fight with them? We curse them and we hit them. So we put the pull their hair. We, we, we force them to forswear, uh, uh, you know, sinning anymore, but that, you know, that going in the bad direction. How do we know that? So the Pasuk says, again, in Nehemiah, and I contend with them, I call him and I curse them, the and I hit, smote them, and I pulled their hair, and I forced them to swear. How do we know that we tie them? Rashi says, Kapsinan here means that we tie their hands and feet. And Asrinan means we can imprison them. But Rashi says, we tie them to a, uh, to a um, pillar, uh, to give them malchus. In other words, more than imprisonment, uh, that's corporal punishment. And we we issue a we prosecute them. We'll see what Hadafa is going to explain in a minute. That we run them immediately. That means that we we put them in Nidu immediately. We put them in the first stage of Khairam. The Sivit says, Hainlamus, whether it's to die, Hainlashushi, whether it's to uproot them, Hainla Anish, Nachasan, whether it's to um to um, you know to, to make their uh, assets hefker, uh, to remove their you know assets from them, Uli is Uliasurin, or to imprison them. Uh, so it shows you that, that they have the power to do this. That's part of the excommunication, whether even if it kills them. Mylashushu, what does it mean to uproot them? Amr Adabar Adamori, Omar Nehemia, Barbaruch, Omar Pia Baravan, Omar Buda, Hardafa, Hardafa. In other words, Lashusha means Hardafa. My Hardafa, Omar Buda, Bredrav Shmuel, Barshiels, Bredrav, Menadan Alter. Hardafa means like you immediately you prosecute them, meaning it's like a uh, it's like a judgment, an immediate judgment of of Nidui. Rashi says, since he didn't listen to the rule, to the law, to the ruling of the court of the Bezdin, menadnoso. We put him in chaim right away. So hardafa, which means like chasing him, right? It means an immediate nidui. That's what it means. And that's what it means that the my hardafa. He said the same thing. Here's the point. We put him in chaim immediately, and then after 30 days, if he still hasn't listened, he hasn't agreed to come back into the fold and to listen to what the rabbi said, we repeat it a second time. That means that he's in Nidui twice, 30 days plus another Nidui, 
after 60 days, we put him in Cherem. Now, remember yesterday in Rashi, it's Mashma, that he put him in Cherem, the bigger Cherem, after 30 days. Rashi on Tesvav Amaral, four lines, five lines, when Ban Rashi is Machmim Machem, Laachar Lamayom, Laachar Anidui. So it sounds like after 30 days, it goes into the full Cherem, right? 30, here it's Mashma, no. So the Mafarsh masked that on yesterday's staff, different verses in, in the Rashi, the the um Robin Rensberg say some say that he means after he says after it's it's it clearly Argomar says after 60 days. So it could be Rashi means that after the second 30 days of Nidri, then you put him in Khairam. Or you know, the Lashan could be a little bit different, uh, that you know he's referring to Lacha the, the, the you know the second one, or some have a different Gerson Rashi. Um, I think the, the Gros had a different Gerson Rashi or some or no, not the Gros here. Um here he says Robin Rensberg, nearly Lachashishim. That's what he says on our Gemara. So basically, put him in Cherem immediately if he doesn't listen. That's for 30 days. Then, then if he doesn't listen for 30 days, you put him in, in I mean, Nidui. Uh, the second Nidui also is like that. And then after 60 days, he goes into a full Cherem. Even if it kills him. Uh, whatever is necessary to do. If, if, if he's put in Cherem and he dies, like, too bad, we'll do anything. To stand by the court's uh, judgment. We're not talking about a crime. Yeah, well, we're talking. We're talking about a crime. Not listening to the chum. That's a yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Whatever they did. Would, yeah, not what, talking about you know eating chazer. No, 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 no. Eating chazer is uh, well, eating chazer is a lot. We're talking about going against clearly going against the rabbis. We're not talking about a a zaken mamre who's a tamar chacham who fought with them in the bezin and going shulai. We're talking about some somebody who didn't listen to the rabbis. They they have the power to put them in chayimus. We'll see. And a, and a bigger chayyim after sixty days. It doesn't say clearly here what the um, you know we we, we, we what right, no, but not no. We're going to talk about different infractions, but but um, the, the the larger stage of chayyim apparently is much harder to get out of than the first stage of, of the. Uh, the final chayyim does say until, until he agrees, and you know, until he until he sees our, or he could die in chayyim. We saw yesterday that. The top of the page uh, was it? Uh, where was it? Uh, two days ago, that uh, if if he died on Desvavamaral, if it's actually yesterday's daf, that if a person dies while he's in Cherem, they put a stone on his uh, coffin so he could die in Cherem. Okay. First, we warn him. We give him three warnings. That's Monday, Thursday, Monday. We give him three warnings. That's where it's an issue of money. Shechayim, he, he owes money to somebody. The court says he has to pay. He doesn't listen. What do you do with a case like that? You put him in cherem. You're not going to kill. You know, you don't kill him. Kill him, right? And you know, he, they don't have the power to get the money out. And he refuses to pay. You put him in cherem. Avalaf kirusa. But if he is, if uh, he's he degrading, no, no, no. Of course, here means degrading at the time of chacham. Then lalti put him in cherem right away. Ahu tapcha. This, but there was a butcher. He degraded, he, he, um, he showed disrespect to Rav Tubi Bar Masna. Rav were appointed to be uh, in the court. Uh, maybe it wasn't just them. Maybe there was a third rabbi, they put him in Cherem because he uh, because he was disrespectful of the rabbi. That alone puts you in Cherem. Afterwards, he went and he uh, pacified um, his Baldanini, the rabbi, this rabbi that he had offended, and Rabtobi, and he uh, he made peace with him. Amrabaya, okay, well, he's already in Khair, meaning he's in 30 days. 
once you rule the 30 days, can you abort the 30 days in the middle? Can we abort the 30 days? Should we take him out of him right now? He hasn't fulfilled the 30 days. Because once you got a sentence of 30 days, you got to say for 30 days. Do we not abort it? The Rabbana need to do business with him. In other words, he, they need to buy his meat. You know, they, they, we, we need the guy. What, what can I do? So Abai said, what can I do? Apparently, since Abai had put him in Cherem, he felt he couldn't take him out of Cherem. Just like when you blew the show for toot toot, you know, you made a little noise, you blew the show for that, put him in Cherem, you can blow the show for and take him out of Cherem. You have the power to do that. That's only what's an issue of money matters. Okay, once he paid the money, no reason for him to be in Cherem. But where he was disrespectful, he's got to be in court, he's got to be in 30 days. So what am I going to do? Almost of Rabbi Sabai has held that honey bait plus if you have three rabbis, the Shamisa that put someone in Khaim Laws of Plus Akim Bishorlight, can't have three other people do it. Otherwise, he could have just got three other people to do. I we put him in Khaim. Three other rabbis could have come and taken him out of Khaim. Abai felt that he couldn't do that. So Abai was at a loss as what to do. How do you solve this case? How do we get the how do we get this guy out of Khaim? So what do you do? Right, because it was a question that was raised. Honey bait plus the Shamiso. If three people put him in Kherim, can three other people take him out of Kherim if the situation corrected itself? Not that the courts are arguing, but simply that once one court put him in Kherim, they don't have the power to take him out of Kherim, apparently. Can another court come and take him out? And Abaya held, apparently, that he can't. That's why he had the, he had this dilemma. So Tashma, we're going to bring a found proof. If a person was put in Kherim by the rabbi, meaning that was probably for great disrespect or disrespect of the Torah, then middle Talmud, he's certainly uh, he's certainly put in the chamber as far as a Talmud are concerned. Right? Uh, uh, no, Talmud. Let's say a Talmud, a student put a guy in chamber, ain't a Menula Rab. And we'll see why this is, is because it was just to suspect of that guy, not of the Torah, so to speak. He wasn't a Basel Tamir Chachamim. So he's a person put in chamber in this city, Menula Iracharis. He's also Menula, if it's in his own city, he's totally, he's totally in chamber. Let's say he went to another town, he visited him, they put him in Kherim there. That doesn't aim him in the leader. He's not necessarily in his own town. These are the rules of Nidui. If the king or the uh, the president of the Jewish people puts him in Kherim, but if they put him, not necessarily for as far as the king is concerned. These are the rules. If one of the Talmidim were involved in, let's say, a court of three, they were uh, and they put him in Kherim, and then that person put him in Kherim, died, Chelko ain't a mover. A mover. You can't break his, his share. His share cannot be broken. So Shmami not plus. We see three things from here. From the first idea, we see the Shmami not Talmud Shinidu Kilodo, Nidui, Nidu Nidui. Number one, you see that a Talmud who just put him in Kherim because he, he was offended, not because he offended the Torah, because he just, but he offended this guy. That's Nidui. Why? Because if he offended the Torah, he would be a Nidui for the Rav also. In other words, he'd be, he'd be a needy for every. If he if he offended the Torah, he'd be a needy for the Rav also. The lashon of the the idea that a Talmud who put him in Cherem and his Rebbe didn't put him in Cherem, it's Mashmadech for his own for his own uh, respect, but still it's considered a nidui because he says a Talmud who puts somebody in Cherem, he's only a Tal, he's only a Cherem as far as the Talmud's concerned, but not for the Rav. That means he didn't offend the Torah; he just offended this guy, so and yet needs a nidui. Yeah, he goes through all procedure, but still, but still right, 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 but it's only a Talmud, or sometimes it's an individual. Maybe it's an individual who did it. Right, that could be also, okay, that could be. 
But as a, one Rav could also put them in Cheir. Maybe a Bayim Rav just did it themselves without a, a third one. It doesn't say. But we'll see that you could be in neither even for offending one rabbi. In any case, you see here that a Talmud put in the Cheirim, even though it's not offensive of the Torah. So that you see from the first idea. And then you see from Rab Shimon Leo, who said one of the Talmudim who put them in Cheirim and he died, his Cheirim is not Mufar. Everybody has to break their own Cheirim. After 30 days, whoever put him in Cheirim takes him out. That means that if the guy died, he can't break that, uh, that, that at all. And the guy died, put him in Cheirim. The guy apparently stays in Cheirim. We'll see. It's three people who come along and put him in Cheirim. If three other three other people cannot take him out. In other words, it's possible to say that if what if one person put him in Cheirim, maybe three people could take him out. But if three people put him in Cheirim, it's Mashma from Shemuel, that if one of the person, it says Shemuel says one of the Tamidim who put him in Cheirim, one of them put him in Cheirim, one out of three, let's say, and he died, his share is never, is never, uh, is never taken away. You can't you can't forgive that share. That's apparently from Shemuel Yomayim. How do you pay Shem? So Loasa Tlasafrin Omra Meira. So that's apparently what you see in, in answer to Abai's question. Abai was also reluctant to free him, even with three other guys. Um, but, but now Omra Meira Hilcha said Allah is Hani Beitlas to Shemisha. Three people put him in Chaim. Also Beitlasafrin Shemuel. Three other people could come and take him out. They could take him out. Not like it was Mash from Shemuel. Amul Rashi Lameira Vatanya Shemuel says. His share is is uh, is is there. His uh, his needle is there in perpetuity. You can't break it. My love ain't a muffer. Claw can't be broken. Also, it doesn't mean that it can never be broken. It means that he can't he, he can't break his share by, by himself. If three people put him in chayrim and one of the three died, so you don't have those three to take him out. But three other people could come along and take him out. So it's mashma here, like that Abai had a solution. You could just get three people, put them in Cheyrim, and the solution resolved itself. The guy asked Mechila, whatever it was, then then you could. Now, if it's for a money matter, he said right away, for a money matter, if the guy paid off the loan or whatever it was, he paid back the money, then of course you can you can release him right away. The needy was, so to speak, on a condition. But if he showed disrespect to the rabbis, then you have to you have to keep the 30 days, unless you have three other people who can take him out. A nidui that we talk about the first stage of cheir is 30 days. There's a lesser stage. There's a later stage of cheirim, which apparently may, you know, we'll see, we'll talk about that in the Z, that the nidui is the first stage, 30 days plus another 30 days, and then a longer term cheirim, which is harder to get out of, and we'll see. And there's nazifa, like anger or rebuke, uh, which is, you know, any rabbi, he rebuked him. Nazifa is like he was upset. That's seven days. So that's in uh, the Afal Pisha in Rayodav, even though there's no proof for this in the Torah, Zechodavar, there's a remembrance. It's like an Asmach the Shemer, Vavia. What happened by Miriam when she had leprosy, Vavia, Yorak, Rafia? And she, he, he just spit in her face. We didn't know how long was Miriam supposed to be secluded when she was, uh, when she was a leper. So we say, okay, if, if Father had only uh, spit in her face, she would be closed up for seven days. So you get the idea that if somebody was embarrassed, seven days. Amr Fista, Nidi Shalan, Shabchista says here in Babel, <coughs> our nidui is for shalahed. <coughs> our nidui in Babel is only seven days, like the nazifa in in Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, we said nazifa seven days, and the uh, and the nidui is thirty days. So <coughs> our nidui is like theirs of seven. Uh, our nidui is seven days, like their nazifa, nazifa in Eretz Yisrael. So how long is our nazifa? We'll see later on. That's one day. 
right? So he says it's a let ours and that's we don't have the power in Babel to do the to do the, the same kind of excommunication like they do in Eretz Israel. Pardon? Mate, no, yeah, no, it's not necessarily stages. It depends. The Zifa could just because the guy got angry, didn't put him in Khairu. You know what I mean? They get, not necessarily it's the first stage of Zifa. The stage is they warn him Monday, Thursday, Monday. And if he doesn't listen, they can put him in Khairu right away. And that's in Nidui for 30 days. Then if he doesn't listen, another 30 days. The Zifa is like a, a, a smaller disrespect. You know, the guy got upset with him. We're going to give examples. Says Gemara, Nazifa, the two Shiva, Shiva, Vasulo, is the, is the uh, Nazifa of Eretz Yisrael only seven days? Or Shimmer, you tell a story of Shimmer, Rebbe, Ubar Kapora, these two rabbis, Shimmer, the son of Rebbe, and Bar Kapora, Abayaspi, they were sitting with Kakarsi learning together. Kashul Shmaita, they had a difficulty. Omalay, Rab Shimmer, the Bar Kapora, Shimmer said to Bar Kapora, right, Rab Shimmer, Bar Rebbe said to Bar Kapora, I got to ask my father about this. Rebbe, his father was a Budanasi, we have to ask him. Omalay, Bar Kapora, Rab Shimmer, what's he going to say about this? Like, what does he know? Well, what, this is a difficult thing. What do you think he's going to say? Now, also, Omele Labua. Now, Rab Shimon Barevi said this to his father. Rashi makes a point over here of saying, he said this uh, to his father. He says, Lefi Tumo, He just said it in passing and not because of Lashon Hara. Mufarshim all deal with this because you're not supposed to say Lashon Hara even in passing. You know, even Lefi Tumo, you don't mention things. So all kinds of answers are given. Some say that he said it publicly, according to some sheets, it was public knowledge. It's not uh, so bad anymore. Some say that. Rabbi Shimon Barevi didn't even realize that it was disrespectful. He just said that, you know, I don't know if your father will know. The answer is he didn't mean it in a way like that. Whatever it is, but Rashi says it's not wasn't Lashon Har. In any case, uh, Rabbi Shimon, uh, the son of Rebbe, told his father that uh, Bar Kapara felt that uh, this would be too difficult for everybody, including you. So Rebbe got angry at that. Also, Bar Kapara, Bar Kapara came to visit Rebbe because Rebbe was sick. He didn't makabal Yisurin and was sick. Amalei bar kapara, I don't know you. I don't know you. Like, what are you doing here? Like, he was upset. Rebbe was upset. I don't know you. Yadav nakamilsa. So bar kapara felt that Rebbe was upset with him. Uh, he was upset. So he kept on his own 30 days, uh, put himself in, so to speak, under rebuke. Not as severe. Not as it doesn't be excommunicated. But, you know, he went, so to speak, into hiding. Uh, Rebbe had hinted to him that he was upset by saying, you know, I don't know who you are. And uh, and and he he felt, so he kept 30 days of of, of, uh, of, uh, of rebuke, of Nazifa. Now, this is the first Tasha, because we just said that Nazifa and Eretz Yisrael's seven days. And here he said he kept for himself 30 days. Meaning, Nazibusi, you see that if, if the Rebbe was upset with you, you sort of went into it on your own. It wasn't like Besan Paskin, you have to be excommunicated. We'll see most of these cases, it's like, you know, stay away for you know, stay away from the shul for, for, for seven days or whatever. Put yourself under review. But here it was 30 days. So that's the question we're going to add. That's the first question. Shupan, that was one story. Another story. Rabbi said that it's not proper to teach Torah in the marketplace. My daughter, she darshan like this. The Pasuk says, the roundings of your thighs are like uh, are like um, uh, you know chains or like you know uh, joint cha- chains like of, of a of a um, uh, jewelry you know like a jewelry they're very they're very links. pretty pardon links like links links like links of a chain my so that's like and the pasuk goes on there to say it says in the end of the pasuk my de uman like the the uh, the work of, of a craftsman. My so just like a thigh 
is normally hidden. Don't teach it in the marketplace. That's what Rebbe said. Yatsa Rebchia. Rebchia went out. He taught his two nephews. He had two nephews, one from a brother, one from a sister, whatever, two different brothers. Uh, taught, taught his two uh, nephews. Rashi explains who the nephews were. Bishuk, or here at Marsus, rather. Rav, Rav, Rachana. Rav, Rachana, and Rav are his two nephews. And he taught them publicly. In other words, Rebchia went against Rebbe's decree not to teach Torah publicly. Shama Rebbe, Rebbe heard about it. He got upset. He was angry. Also, Rebchia came to visit him. He came to visit him. And Omelay, Ia, because some say Rebchia couldn't pronounce the Ches properly, or he made fun of his name, said, Ia, I think he got a call outside. I think he has a call for you in the hallway. Like, I think somebody's calling outside as if he was upset. So, um, so Rebchia realized that Rebbe was upset with him. And uh, so he also kept 30 days. So both these stories indicate a problem because we just said Nazifa in Eretz is only seven days. Here it's much for 30 days. All right. So but before we get to the answer to final to the question mark and, and the, uh, the Gemara finishes the story of Yom Plasen on the 30th day, Shalachle. So Rebbe sent for him to come back. Hadar, come back. Shalachle, say come. Hadar Shalachle, then he sent him another message. Don't come, don't come. First, Rebbe sent a message, come on the 30th day. He knew that he was, he kept himself in, in uh, you know, excommunicated for 30 days in the, in the Zifa. And then he sent him, uh, don't come. So Mikar, my several, my several. Why did he first send him come? And then he said, don't come. Mikar, first he felt Mikar, so the 30th day is already like he felt the full 30 days. You don't say where we say in many cases, like by Shiva, many other cases we say, we don't always say. So he felt over here by Nazifa. First he felt Mikar, then he changed his mind. So at the end he came. You know, this, he didn't get the second message. Amalei, am I asus? Why did you come? Amalei, the shalach limar, the lacey, you told me to come. You sent me a message to come. I also sent a message not to come. Amalei, is that racist? I saw the first message. I didn't see the second email. That's what they do. They send a, a corrected email, but not everybody saw the first, second email. They don't always see the update. That's why I do it right the first time, right? All right. It says, Bertzos Hashem. Darke ish when Hashem wants the ways of Yashlevito. <coughs> when Hashem wants the, this this thing to happen, the, the ways of this man, even his even his enemies will <coughs> will make peace with him. Meaning, Hashem wanted you to come, even though I said the second request not to come. Hashem wanted you to make peace, so make peace. My time of Marfi. So why did you do that? So now Rebbe pointed out to me. I said, I heard I heard you've been knowing uh, the Zifa for thirty days. Why did you not listen to my uh, first decree not to teach Torah publicly? My time, I'm not Why did you do this? The Pasuk says, Chachmos Bachutz Tamrona. Okay, the Chachma of Torah should be, should be uh, cried out outside. Amalei, the Rebbe said, in Karisa lo Shanisa. If you learned it once, you didn't learn it a second time. Im Shanisa lo Shilashta. If you learned it a second time, you didn't learn it a third time. Im Shilashta, if you learned it a third time, lo Pishlacha, they didn't explain it to you properly. Chachmas puts the Rana is Kedarava, like Rav explained Dama Rava, whoever learns Torah privately, his Torah is, it calls out to him outside. In other words, it gets known publicly, his Torah. If you teach it privately, it becomes known 
publicly, his Torah, not just that he taught it, that he's a great rabbi, but also his Torah calls out to Mechutz. Now, and interesting, I just say, Rebbe told this to him, then he says, Kid Rava. Doesn't mean the Rebbe's quoting Rava. Rava came, was a generation after Rebbe. Rebbe was the end of the Taram. Rava was already in the Maram. Right, yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's a seven, it's a, I, I checked it out. It's, it's, uh, it was a difference maybe of a hundred years. Yeah, a couple, call, call it a few generations, but maybe, maybe, you know, they crossed over, you know, there was, a, there was not, probably not more than a hundred years. And it could have been that Rava was alive even before that. Pardon? No, it was more like the year, well, who, Rebbe? Yeah, I think, yeah, Rubber was in the th- around 300, whatever, but it could be. It's a, it's a, they came later, but he, so when the Gemara quotes, it wasn't like Rebbe said, Kid Rubber. It means like, like the, the thing that Rubber, the memory that uh, the saying that Rubber laid, the teaching that Rubber later said that the Torah calls, that's what we mean by that Pusik of Chachmas Machosmarah. Says, I never spoke from the beginning. I didn't speak to you, Besaysa. I didn't speak to you privately and, and hidden. I spoke to you publicly. That's in Kala when they all gather to learn Torah a few times a year. That's different. But otherwise, you don't go straight to each Torah in the marketplace. That was Rabbi's opinion. What does he do with that Pusik that says the roundings of your thighs are like the uh, links of the chain? And, and beauty, those things. In other words, you say, just like those things are, are hidden, just like the Erech is hidden, so the Devei Torah be, and he doesn't want to apply it to Torah. Rav Chia felt that replies to Tztaka. Tztaka should be done privately. Matan Baseser, those things should be done privately. Alma, but you see from both those stories, and Azifa the two, plus in Yomin, it's 30 days. Plus in Yomin, 30 days. Uh, so the answer is Nazifa is Nazifa Nasi shiny. It's different. Rebbe was a Nasi. Rebbe was the president of all the Jewish people. And therefore, that's different. That's 30 days. But normally, a Nazifa in Eretz Israel was only seven days. But Nazifa did not come out. How much is our Nazifa in Bovel? If our, if we're saying that our Nidu is only seven days like the Nazifa in Eretz Israel, seven days, how much is our Nazifa? If our Nidu is seven, how much is a Nazifa? Kamahave, Chadyoma, one day. Kiyar Shmuel Marok, the story of Shmuel Marok, Shmuel was a bigger Tamchachim. And uh, he was like the Rebbe Marukva was the president. He was the Nasi, he was the exilar. He was the exilar, the, the, Jew, the, the, the president of the Jewish people in Chutzlar. So Umarukva, Kiavi Yasvi Garsi Shmaita, when they were sitting and learning Torah, Avias Marukva Kamei to Shmuel. Marukva would sit respecting Shmuel, Barachik Dalanam. So he would give Shmuel the lectern, so to speak. He would be sitting up front, and Marukva would be sitting four Amas away because he gave respect. Shmuel was the Rebbe. Kiavi Yasvi Bidina, but they were sitting in judgment. And Marukva was the, uh, he was the president of the Jewish people, and therefore he was also uh, the president of the, of the uh, uh, he was the Nasi, and therefore he was the president of the Besdin. So they were sitting in judgment in a court case, so he would show respect to Marukva and give him the, the, so to speak, the main seat, and Shmuel would be sitting far his way. And they would, um, they would, they would uh, dig out a place on the ground from Marukva, but Sifsa sitting on mats, so that he could hear the words of Shmuel, since Shmuel was the Rebbe. In other words, he wanted to give him respect by sitting in front, but they gave him a, a seat in a way that he would be able to hear Shmuel because Shmuel was his Rebbe. Rashi says the Shmuel Rabbi Vitorah. So he had him. Every day after they, when they went home after court or whatever, after learning, Marukva would accompany Shmuel until to his house, until where he slept. Yumachad, one day, Itrim Bedina, one day, Marukva was very busy. He had a court case. Basrei, and he didn't realize it, but Shmuel was walking after him. He didn't accompany 
uh, he didn't accompany Shmuel, but rather Shmuel followed him, as if Shmuel was the second in command. Basically, when, when they got to Shmuel's house, Amalei, so Shmuel said to, to Marukva, Lo it's not enough that I know that's not enough that I walk behind you literally also let me can I get off here can you can you you know show me a little bit of respect and let me get out so you had a milsa Marukva realized that Shmuel was upset but in his mind he was upset and he kept one day of Nazifa so that's an example of a story in bubble where the Nazifa was for one day Another story, she was sitting on, on, the, on the sidewalk. She spread her, her feet. Uh, she was sitting sprawling there. She was fanning the uh, uh, barley husks in the middle of the street. A rabbi passed by. She didn't make way for him. She didn't show him any respect and, made, and, and move aside. He said, look, at this, look how disrespectful this woman is. She came before Abnachman to ask what she should do after she heard the rabbi say that. Did you hear him? Did he use the word shamta, which is neat, which is excommunicate? She didn't, he didn't say that. So go, um, go keep one day of Nazifa. Uh, if he didn't put you in Khair, put one day of Zichbanafshef. Zutra told me another story because he was learning Psukim. He was darshing Psukim. He was learning, learning Parshas in front of Yudah. When he came to this pasuk, the Eila Divrei David, Achron Rash says Divrei is a lashon of Nevua. Divrei lashon Nevua. Says these are the words of this is the Nevua of David. Achron and the last word, the, the the later words. This pasuk is in Shmuel. The Eila Divrei David Achronim. So so this Zutra Bar said to Rabbi Yehuda, Amalei Achronim. These are the last words. Machaladika Rosh Is there an earlier Nevua that we're talking about? Is there an earlier one? Uh, Rishonim, what are the earlier ones? I don't, I don't see where's the where's the earlier nevuah of David. Again, Rabbi didn't answer anything. I love that word. Shasik, he was quiet. I always say that's just some people they don't have an answer. They'll talk anyway. He didn't have an answer. He says, you know, he didn't say anything. Okay. So he asked him the same question again. I said, you maybe you didn't hear me. I said, it says these are the words of David. The latter words of David. The, the earlier words. Rishonim, what are they? What do you think? If a person doesn't know the the, the uh, translation or the explanation of this pasuk, I'm not a great man. Are you making fun of me? You think that because I don't have an answer to that, I'm not a I'm not a rabbi? So they say he realized that Rabbi was upset. And this is Zutra. And the Nagmazibusachadyuma. So he kept one day of Nazifa. Okay, so now that's sort of the end of the stories about so far about about me. Yeah. Okay, so I guess he stayed away. You know, he, he was he stayed away from the from the base matters that day. He stayed away. They're not as bad as me, right? One day be good. Yeah, one day be good. That's that's why we have all these different amounts because of all the confusion about what you have to do. Nazifa, Nazifa is one day in Babel, seven days in Eretz Israel. Unless it's from a great rabbi, then it's thirty days, even in Eretz Israel or a Nasi or something like that. And Nidui is 30 days, plus another 30 days, plus Cherem. We'll talk more about that. Cherem is a, is a long stretch, and that could be indefinite. That can be indefinite. Maybe you know, differences, I'm not sure if there's differences. We'll see later on if there's differences between Cherem and Nidui. Other, it's really excommunication either way, except the Cherem is probably indefinite until it gets corrected. So any rabbis can. I mean, who is power today? We don't have a best in today. People put people are putting Cherem today. 
he'll put a chaim today, even in Chutzlarz. They put him chaim and say, if he if he's a known criminal or he's a molester or something like that, don't give him an aliyah. Keep him away from the community. Don't don't let him don't give him a, you know, don't let him into shul. Whatever that those are ways of excommunicating. So here also these are different arguments. We had even yesterday's yesterday's more about well, what do you do during the nidui? You know, do you have to you know cover your head? Do you have to do this. Yeah. All these different questions. Some of the questions stand, some don't. You know, I sent out that that chart that Marissa, you know, there's all kinds of things. Here also, what exactly is it? It's different in Bobel, different here. And rebuke, like I'm under rebuke, I see he's angry, I better stay away. It's a good idea anyway when somebody's angry, you stay away from them, right? Right. 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 Correct, correct. How how much is it respected? Correct. That's that's true also. So again, it, it, it changes. It, cha- it changes with the time. Changes with the time. Well, we have that one city and not another city. Not another city. Yeah, yeah. So this, if it's his city, if it's in his city, then it should be all over. But if it, if he's from another city and they put him in, in the city that he's visiting, they put him in Chaim. He's not necessarily in the first city. In his own city. No set procedure. Right, 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 right. It varies. One person clearly it varies. One person can put him here. One person can put him. That's right. Said this to me. Say, and I'm going to but that's not needful. That's not. He didn't put him in Chaim there. But one person could put him in Chaim as we saw by Rabbi. One person could even be needful as we said. If the if the rabbi did it, that's that's the rabbi. If three people did it, we said. Okay, maybe you maybe can another that was a Shiloh. Can another three people take him out or not? Our Mamer said, yeah, the halach is three other people could take him out. So that's the story with the Nazifa so far. But now that we got into this into this issue of what had just happened, he said he put him a because he didn't know the meaning of that Pasuk, uh So the Gemara now says, um, once we're on that topic, but that was a good question. This is what you asked. You know, maybe he didn't. He asked it a second time, as if to say, you know, Rabbi didn't put him in chayim by the or, or didn't wasn't didn't show anger the first time he asked the question. He put he was angry because he asked him the second time because he said, oh, you you think you know because I don't know the answer, so you're asking me again like you're trying to embarrass me. Uh, so that's when he got angry. But okay, but the question wasn't bad. The Gemara says, also once you're talking about already, Mia Achronim Machlal Dika Rishon the Arbishon. What my what are they? So he said, what is the first, first Nebu of David? It says, Hashem, David spoke to Hashem, this is the Shira. Right? The day that he saved, the, that he saved him from the hands of his enemies, the hands of Shaul. I'm going to go to Shabbat David. David, Shira to Omer? You're saying a, a song, Omer, on Shaul's downfall? If you would have been born in Shaul's mazel, had you been born earlier, had you been older, and you've been born his under his uh, his uh, um, astrology, whatever astrology, David, and he would have been born under yours. I would have destroyed several doves. And Shaul's a bigger tzaddik than you are. Rashi says, <coughs> He's a greater tzaddik. You're making fun of him. I understand. That's why the pastor says, and kill him. David. David made a mistake. That he spoke, that he sang a song to God. On the word about Kush Ben Yamini, as we'll see, that's about Shaul. Hashem was upset with him first. You're singing a song on his Mapola. Who's Kush Ben Yamini? Was his name Kush? No, Shaul Shmo. Uh, Shaul was, Shaul was, but from Yom Shaul was the one we're talking about here. Just like a Kushi is different in his skin, his color of skin is different than most people. Shaul also was different in his Masim in that sense that he was at Sadiq Gomor. A similar thing we find, the Gemara goes off on a tangent. What do you mean? A kushi was a kushis? 
She wasn't a kush as well. Her name was Sipora. Elama kush is Mishnah Ba'ora, just like a kush is different, different color skin. After Sipora, Mishnah Ba'ora, she was a fine woman. She was Mishnah in her mind. He also did a similar thing. Uh, that was his name Akushi. Evan Melch was the Just like Akushi is different in his color of skin. You were like Bnei Kushim, me, and talking about Bnei Israel, right? Base Israel. They call Kushim like Israel Shimon. Just like Akushi has different kind of skin. Our masim, our we do mitzvahs are different. We we act differently. We are on a higher level than all the other nations. Amar Shmuel Bar Nachmani Muyavasan. Ma'ir Siv Num David Ben Yisha Vinum Agever Hukam All. This pasuk, we're going back to Eila Divrei David Ha'achronim. Going back to that pasuk that Zutra asked Yehuda from is in the beginning of Parakhakim on Shmuel Bez. These are the words of David. The last words Num David Ben Yisha. The words of David Ben Yisha. Unum Agever Hukam All. Who put up. Who established a yoke? What does that mean? Yumda ben Isha He established the yoke of tshuva. Why? Because Moshe. One of the things that we know that we, we they, David Amelach's famous quote unquote sin with Uriah. But the lesson from there was that you could do tshuva. That if David, Hashem accepted the tshuva, that you could do tshuva. Um, right. That also, also, also there too. You're also Omar. Because he said Satkamineni, but it wasn't like that they, they admitted. There you see that a person also Moda Allah With David, it was more like question of he simply did Shuba Amar. What did he say? The Pasuk goes on. Amar, the God of Israel spoke to me. Suri Israel, the, the, the rock of Israel, Moshe Ba'odam, Sadik, Sadik, the, the, the one who rules over Adam, Sadik, Moshe Yiras Elokim. That's the Pasuk. My Kamar, what does the Pasuk mean? Amar of Allah. Omar uh, Omar El Kaisroli, God told me, uh, um, God told me, Dibert Sur Israel, the, the rock of Israel spoke, Ani Moshe Ba'adam, I rule over man, me Moshel be who rules over me, Tzadik. Uh, a Tzadik rules over me. That's the that's what he does. Moshe Ba'adam Tzadik, who rules over me? Shani goes there, Zera Mvatla, because I make Xera and the Tzadik can be Mavatalid. So I rule over man, but who rules over me? The tzaddik. Elish Mosek, Ibrahim Pus goes on. These are the names of the mighty ones, Ashila David. So it goes on to explain. The Pusik says, these are the names of the Gibbon Mashallah David. Yoshe Bashevas Tachmoni, who sat in the in the council of wise men, Rosh Shlishi, the the uh, the in charge of the of the council of three. And he goes on to explain the, the Pusik says, Who Adino Etsni? The first guy was Adino Etsne, Ashmonas Cholobapam Echas. That's what the Pusik says. That's the Pashup shot, but he gives a drusha. My kamar, I'm a vuachi kamar. Elish Moshe Bros. These are the these are the uh, the names of the mighty things that David did. Shel David, Yoshe Bashevas. What does it mean? He sat in. He sat down at a, at the council. Bishasha Yoshe Bishiva. When he was sitting in the council in the Bishiva, learning teaching Torah. La Yoshe Agavi Karmitas. He didn't sit on pillows and cushions. El Agavi Karka. When he taught Torah, he sat on the ground. When his Rebbe was around, his Rebbe, as long as he was allowed, he taught the other Rabbi, the other, he taught Torah, he taught Torah while he was sitting on pillows and cushions. When he died, so now David took over and he taught the Rabbis. He sat on the ground. Why can't you sit like your Rebbe sat on pillows and cushions? He didn't accept it he, they, they, in that sense. Tachkamoni, what does Tachkamoni mean? The counts of the wise men. This is the drasha. Since you made yourself modest by sitting on the ground, 
and making yourself low. Tehi kamoni, tach kamoni, you will be like me. Shani goes exera, I make exera, batam batla. That's the drasha. Rosh Hashalishim, the head of the council of three. Tehi rosh l'shashtavim, you will be in, you will lead the 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 avos. Av mitzvah and Yaakov in olam haba. You will go in front of them. Who who adino ha etzni? We talked the little pashadis. That was the first of the council of the three wise men. Sheyoshev osik b'Torah. When David was sitting on Torah, he made himself soft like a worm. That is, he crumbled himself up, put his feet and taught together. That's what he taught them. When he went out to war, he made himself strong like, a, like wood, like, you know, like, like, a, like a tree. Right? It says, That's the end of the Pasuk on, on, on 800 uh, dead bodies in one shot. What does that mean? He would throw an arrow or a javelin and he would kill 800 people with it. That was what David was able to do. But he was upset. He was signed on the other 200. How can one pursue a thousand? And he was only able to kill 800 one shot. Because of the sin of Uriachite, we knocked off 200. You're only killing 800, not a thousand. Some say, who said it on his own, this same halacha, Talmud Shenida Lekvodo, a Talmud who put him in Chayim for his own honor. He disrespected him, right? He got upset by him. It's a good Nidui. The Tanya, Menudal Rav, Menudal Talmud, we had before on Zion and Aleph. Menudal Rav, Menudal Talmud, Menudal Talmud, Ainu Menudal Rav, Zion and Aleph. The Rav, who didn't know? He's not Menudal for his master, for his, for his teacher. Ahalakuyama, he is considered in In other words, even if a, a Talmud puts something in Chayim, he is considered in Chayim, just not for the Rav. Lamai, what does it mean? Lamai, you know, why would he put him in Chayim? Even Mildishma, if it's something from, from the Torah, he went against Hashem. So ain Chachma vein Tfuna vein Nates and Neged Hashem. There's no Chachma as a Tfuna if you, do, if, you, if you violated the Torah. You know, it should be in Chayim for the Rav also, for everybody. We're talking about only when for his own covet, he's still put in Chayim. Of course, somebody else could take him out of Chayim, right? But but if, if he was put in, even by a Talmud, if a Talmud put him in Chayim, he is in Chayim, not for the Rav, but for. But for other people, he is considered okay. All right, we'll stop here. Tomorrow's daf is on the this daf Yisain is on the uh, podcast, and on Sunday we'll pick it up from the second line of daf Yud Ches, the top of Yud Ches, Pimchas Achuah the Mashmor. Have a good Shabbos, Kol